We noticed that. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Bantu with Jabisa and Tracy or Bantu with Tracy and Jabisa. It's Friday, January 31st, 2020. So <gasps> we've finished the first month of 2020, and the time, like last year, is just flying, flying, flying. Oh, it was a blink of an eye. In the blink of an eye. I tell you, the older I get, I, when I was like in my when I was in teenage and high school, the time just took so long to pass by. But once I hit like twenty five, it went like ching. No, it didn't go so fast at twenty five for me. You we think? Yeah. forty. Or is that? Yeah, it's, no. it's been going fast for me for a long time. Okay, mm-hmm. when I was in second grade, Christmas took forever. It did, and now it's like, oh my god, it's Christmas! It's Christmas again. <laughs> I just put the decorations up. I, literally, I just put the decorations <laughs> up. <laughs> Goes to get them up before February first. <laughs> You did. I did. Mission accomplished. I did. I just just today. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so we are going to start off with um a little observation. Yes, some observations. This is just us living. Um, so <laughs> we we have gone to the um the Japanese restaurants, the, the hibachis where yeah, they do hibachi, the, the, yeah, yeah, cook in front of you. You cook in front of mm-hmm. you. And so I remember now, you and I went years ago. This had to be 10 years ago. Yeah. And we went to the Japanese restaurant on Beltline. Mm-hmm. And the guy came out and he said, hello, my name is Jose. Jose. And you're like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we were recently and I noticed that. Now, I can't say all, but it seemed many of the chefs mm-hmm. were of um, Hispanic Latino heritage. Mm-hmm. And, and as I think about it. I have never seen any of the, the gentlemen that do the because it's a performance in addition right. to them cooking. Right, right. But there's mm-hmm. never been a white female. Nope. Nothing female at all. Have you? Never seen a female. Uh-huh. I've never seen a white male. Mm-hmm. Nope. And they never just buy male. They mm-hmm. bypass black people all, all together. And yes. went straight to the Hispanic, Hispanic Latino people. Mm-hmm. So they went from Japanese to Hispanic Latino. And mm-hmm. I just I'm just thinking that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah. I'm just like, like why, why can't I? Like, I think I should apply <laughs> and see. And you know what? Maybe that that would be something to do because so we can see firsthand. Because maybe no black people have said, "I'm not getting there tossing them knives up and cut myself." I can't imagine. I just I think that somebody black applied and they haven't practiced another knives at home. <laughs> And they got there and they wouldn't even give an interview. They just ain't mad enough to just file off. <laughs> so now I'm just gonna go over here and walk off. They won't appreciate my skills as much as yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> Do some nice tricks in the waffle house. <laughs> but yeah, I just I just thought that was really interesting. It was I, interesting. And I noticed that too. Oh. And nobody I was like, nobody else notices it's not mm-hmm. enough people notice nobody you know, said. <laughs> If when you go to New Orleans, when you go to um, Cafe Du Monde, yeah, when you go to Cafe Du Monde, mm-hmm. I remember telling you this. When we went there, there's like us, there's these older Asian women who work there. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, uh-huh. that's all they have. It's, yeah. And I think the last time we went, it's been three or four years, mm-hmm. no, two years since I've been there. They mm-hmm. had like maybe a young Hispanic girl uh-huh. and maybe a young male. Uh-huh. But the first time I went, it was, they were all uh-huh. Asian women. Yeah. And then he said they didn't really necessarily speak. English, 
They just to talk to you. Just uh huh. They it wasn't it's not my customer service. They, oh, they just got you what you needed. And kept it rolling. Yeah, okay. they they that yeah, I'm sure the English was perfect, but okay. <laughs> we just don't have to talk. Don't exactly. If you're going there looking for good customer service, that's not what's gonna that's happen. Gonna no. <laughs> I told you when we were there for, for essence and the guys like trying to catch her, and that one was like, that ain't even my section. <laughs> she was not helping yeah, that. That is not my thing. So it ain't even good service. Ain't, there was no good service. All they, they bring you a little cup of water that much, and they give you your um your beignets, beignets, and that's pretty much it. They don't chit chat with you. Don't care where you come from. Now. <laughs> you came from the beignet anyway, not the customer service. Yeah. <laughs> So, but that was yeah. That's a little, a little bit of an observation. Okay, you know he's black because his name is Lakeith. Yeah, but why you have to ask? Is he so important? Because I it's just beautiful in like a in a non-traditional kind of quirky way. I he was on Jimmy Kimmel, and I saw him say, "Oh my gosh, I think I'm in love." And so, of course, I Google him. And saw that, you know, he's in the reason he was on Jimmy Film because he'd never been there before. And he said and he was, you know, pretty cool, laid back, you know, trying to be cool. I think he was really excited, but he was like, you know, Jimmy should have had me here earlier, a long time ago. But anyway, he was in the movie The Photograph with Issa Rae. That's just and not so coming that's out. Why, that's just not coming yeah. out. No, it's not actually it's not coming out until Valentine's Day. So they show the previews. Yeah, today. they show the previews yeah. like all the time. So anyway, so y'all go see that and support Lakeith because I want to see him some more because I just think he's gorgeous and he's been in other things so he's been, yes he was in get out and in that movie uncut gems that's the one that they said you know with that grammy debacle that um adam sandler got snubbed is the word that they use oh uncut gems he was in yeah. that movie oh, okay i know which one you're talking yes, about i didn't see the movie but he was in yeah. that so now okay. when it comes out on netflix i'm gonna go ahead and watch that whatever it comes out. i'm gonna see it i'm gonna watch it okay i didn't realize he was in uncut gems okay mm-hmm. He's just a very interesting person to me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Side note: since you're talking about actors, so apparently, um, one of the actors from Friends tweeted out that maybe they should have like a black version of Friends and like really? an Asian version of Friends. The 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 guy who was with the dark hair, I can't remember. I'll bring my dark hair. The taller one. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, I didn't watch Friends. Yeah. But and so so um the lady who played Max. Uh-huh. From Living Single said, yeah. um, they Let's did. Wait a minute, she said oh, they, they did. did. Uh-huh. Who was it? Living Single was out before Friends. Yes, it was. Living Single was mm-hmm. out before she said, we gave you the blueprint to Friends. So I was like, ooh, touche. Yes, she did. Yes, she they did. She did all your yes, way. Yes. Yeah, she, I'm she sure. Her. Attention. Just like y'all never had no black people in any episode of Friends. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't pay attention to Living Single. You sure did not. Tracy Ellis also talked about, you know, when you look at the success, they the success of the friends. Yeah. They weren't all on talk shows. Nope. They sure not. They did not run the, not run the talk shows. No, nope. you know, but they were successful for a number of seasons. Yes. But it was interesting that to see that little tweet. It is me. Before you tweet stuff, the people are going to catch you. Yeah. And if not. you're not thorough, that's why I don't tweet. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Because I don't definitely leave out a bunch of people. I don't overlook a whole segment of people. <laughs> we do that all the time. We've been doing that since 2008. I know. <laughs> all right. So.
So I have been listening to um, the Martin Luther King Jr. Um, speeches because I, I work in a school system. And so every year we celebrate it and I tell the kids, you know, every kid in America is going to say, I have a dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell them all the time. I said, that's not, you know, he has, he's, he has, there are a number of speeches in which he did. Right. And that, that is not his best one. So mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, because I need to be able to back that up. So mm-hmm. I have started to listen to his speech. So I listened to his um, 1976, 1967, excuse me, 1967 speech at Stanford University. It's called The Other America. And if you were to listen to that speech today, it still applies. Mm-hmm. Everything that he talks about still applies. But the thing that really stood out with me with that particular speech is that he was a proponent of the universal basic income. I don't think that's the term he used in the speech, but that's what it came that's down, what it to. down to. And mm-hmm. so if you are following Andrew Yang, mm-hmm. he's also, that was part of his platform. And, right. and universal basic income is just this, that every American will get a certain amount of money each month, yeah. no matter like what. Is it an American household or person? Person. Or okay. Yeah. Ooh. Person. Or it could be household. I guess how you just how you design it, but mm-hmm. but there there would be a certain amount of money that everybody gets each month, mm-hmm. and so um, Martin Luther King Jr. Um, proposed that in that in the speech when they talk about the other America mm-hmm. in 1967, because um, as he said in either that speech or another speech, he says you you know they keep saying pull yourself up by the bootstrap, yeah. but if you ain't got no boots, boots, that's right. You ain't got no straps. You got right. Right. And and uh-huh. I, I, and the the idea of equating um, the black experience with the immigrant experience and the mistake that people make with that is you try to give people equal playing ground. So if you came into America in 1927 as a white male, right. you could vote. That's right. And if, you came of your own volition. And you came over Exactly. Right. So you came, you could vote, you could get a legitimate loan. Yes. Um, you could walk the streets without fear. Right. There was no sunrise and sunset timetable. Right. Time you got to be out right. the street, right? So, mm-hmm. so you, and you could go in there and get some boots, walk through the front door and get the boots. Mm-hmm. In 1927, as a black male, you couldn't really couldn't get a loan because nobody was going to loan no money. Mm-hmm. They had rules where you couldn't vote, even though legally, according to the Constitution you and the laws, right. you had the right to vote. Right. So, you know that they try to equate two totally different situations. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's a but if you were to listen to it. You would be like, okay, you know what? All these years later, fifty some odd years later, and the same speech still applies. Still applies, and that's sad. The one that um, you had me listen to the last time too with um, Malcolm X. The stuff he was talking about, I said, oh my gosh, Nothing's it's like changed. if I didn't know, I said that that is happening today. It's yeah. the same exact thing. That was that? That was the uh, ballot the, on the bullet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. same exact thing. So you know what? Uh, no, I mean, I guess I just didn't think. It's very sad. Yeah, 50 years, we have not made very no little forward pro- progress. Really, as as a group of people, mm-hmm. you know, as a group, individuals, there have been you know, people who have been incredibly successful. Speaking of, P. P. Diddy mm-hmm. did that whole big Grammy thing. Yeah, talk about how the Grammys don't appreciate <laughs> black folk. And then, um, it turned out that P. Diddy the man himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's the man. <laughs> and then, because he got some kind of achievement award or something. And, and I think this is really kind of sad. I, I get the ear about business and you want to make money, but he took advantage of people mm-hmm. and he didn't have to because he was going to make his money either anyway, way. Yeah, but that's his freedom. He make. I mean, he's taking his, he's taking example from the people that he's around. 
But that's no excuse. No, it's not an excuse. But it's just what he's doing. That's what they do. That's how we make money. I want to make money. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, amazing. It was, um, Locks was the other one. Locks was like really mad about that. Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah, that's what he said. I know he ain't got time to say that. Like I said, before you eat, get your facts straight. Go A to Z. That's the problem. I'm, I'm fairly tough. doesn't know that. <laughs> he never does. He just get on his little fingers and just keep playing. Um, but I want to. Andrew, um, don't work and he's giving credit, so it's a bad idea. So MLK. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not. I don't. I don't know how old of an idea that is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it may not be his. But you know what was really interesting? If you start to listen to his, if you start to listen to his speeches, you he really had a. Um, a plan, mm-hmm. you know. Um, he could have run for president. He, I mean, if that was a thing, yeah. I don't. I don't think he would have. I don't think he would have. He probably could have. But I don't. That was never his desire. No, but he could have. He could have. I mean, he, was he was qualified. Yeah, he was incredibly. I mean, listening to his speeches, it was really funny because you know he's speaking really. I mean, he spoke to to you know academic audiences, but mm-hmm. oftentimes he spoke to just regular, just regular people. folks. Yes, he did. But mm-hmm. I promise you, he had a twenty five cent word every time, and he I'm did. like, yes. I'm like, let me go ahead and write this down and look this up I later. Know what he meant, but that was good. <laughs> that was an important thing he that just said, good. but it it's really interesting, and he'll go and he'll quote um, uh, philosophers mm-hmm. and things like that in his speeches, so. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it's really, he's a really interesting person. Mm-hmm. I think that we've kind of narrowed him down to um, one speech and right. one, and one, um, in one aspect. And in mm-hmm. that speech, um, and at Stanford, he talks about the success of the past, mm-hmm. but how much more difficult it is now. Right, right. Um, so right. if you get a chance, check it out. Yeah, so in other words, he is so multifaceted, but. White America had to put him in just a little chunk that they could manage. Yeah, <laughs> truly, that's because really, you can't. You know, yeah. I don't think they still to this day can't have a black man. But Stephen Lerner is so intelligent, and it's just too much for him. So they just have to keep. Like, this is great about him, and this is all we're gonna do. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. Yeah. That's the most catchy one. So we just roll with it. Right, because and it's it's a nice it's a nice dream, you know, mm-hmm. little black boys and little mm-hmm. white girls on the hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good, but I mean, he had yeah the other things. other things. Yeah. He was multifaceted. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so and then okay, so we're going from seriousness to I guess silly or just in my adventures of in living, I came across a thing that they called tablescaping. It's a thing. Tablescaping. Um, they do this at L.A. County. The Los Angeles County Fair. First of all, I didn't know that Los Angeles County had a fair. I know. I and never think of secondly, I didn't know tablescaping was a part of it. But what it is where people have themed table settings and they set them up pristinely. I mean, they're judged. Um, so like you can have Gone with the Wind, The Wizard of Oz, Disneyland, you know, what a Broadway musical. And you'd have the theme, the characters on the table, the place settings, because you, you'd have to have like a table place setting with the knives and forks lined up like they're supposed to be Emily Post certain inches apart in the judges to have a little um, tiny ruler. ruler and they measure it <laughs> and you lose points if there's like a smudge on one of your glasses, like if there's a fingerprint, that's a no-no. So it's really very serious and these people do it, they plan all year for the theme and there's some ladies that are really into it that go every year. It's a big thing. So 
tablescaping. Who knew? <laughs> the things you learn. The things you learn. It's just everyday living. I just come across the weirdest things. So I figured that stuff that I know is like, oh, wow, that's interesting to me. Are we, are we doing this thing? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, um, first I wanted to mention like this new ID in South Carolina. Oh, that's right. Um, that you have to get, and it's October is the is when you have to have it. Now this new October ID. October twenty twenty. October twenty twenty. This this real ID I think is what they call, they call it. it. Yeah. Um, they you have to have it in order to fly domestically or internationally. I mean, you can use a passport to go internationally, but if you got to take a connected flight from the States, you, you don't have to realize that you can't do it. Really? You can't get into a federal building without it. Like, like I guess the social the building. VA. Yeah, the VA. Yeah. You can't get into federal buildings without it. And what else do you need it for? A military installation. You can't, you can't barely get a military installation anywhere. anywhere. I don't know if you had a real idea if that would, because you have to go in and usually check in or sign in or something like that. I had to do that with Ryan when he was here. But anyway, so that's why you have to have it. And things um, documentation you need is your birth certificate, a social security card, and two proofs that you reside at your physical address, like your electric bill or your property tax or something like that. So anyway, that's just a little FYI. How much is it? Um, I think $20. $20? And they're, I think they last eight years. I think because my driver's license was like 10. So I don't, know, was why, 10. I don't yeah. know why it was like eight. I don't like cut it off two years early. But anyway. So if you haven't done it, go ahead and get that before it gets too close to the time, and then you'll be waiting a long line. That would be me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get mine done. I guess whatever I have to. What do you call it? Disposable income. <laughs> so what's the purpose of the real ID? Did they say? You know, it's I guess for security reasons. I am not sure. I guess for security reasons, or they just made up something to make everybody do. I don't know. Who are you, uh, I don't know whose idea it was. It's probably somebody trying to make a mark on something. You know, whenever there's a new. Um, sheriff in town, he gives us new rules and new stuff. Now, will that be something that's needed for voting? Uh, eventually. Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear So, is the real ID the same thing as a driver's license or is it yes, an ID? Be, no, it's be your driver's license or your ID. Like, not okay. everybody has an ID, but it will take the place of that. So, if so you don't have a driver's license or, or, or your ID. Okay. But it will be your whatever they use to identify you when they. Pull you over, ma'am. May I see your ID? The real ID is what you're going to pull out. Oh, okay. <laughs> you won't have a separate driver's license. It'll be for you. Okay, what's the deal? I didn't really know that because I wasn't really getting it. Like another mission. I still have five I still have five years it's on my me license. Me too, and I'm mad about that. Yes. I don't know, you know, I'm going to ask if they can give me 20. I was going to say the same thing. So look, I ain't really going to come here with 20 minutes. <laughs> so since I'm here so early, can you cut me some once again? I just pay $2 for the 20 Oh, okay. yeah. that was interesting. I don't, I don't understand the purpose. I, don't think yeah. I still don't understand the purpose. I just know we got to get it because it's the law. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now the sad part. Oh. You know, uh, almost a week, a week ago Sunday, we yeah. heard the news about Kobe Bryant yeah. passing away. And so, Jadisa and I readily admit that we were not big fans of Kobe Bryant. No. Didn't dislike him. Mm-hmm. Just We were just indifferent. Yeah, that's, I like that. Indifferent. Just indifferent. Yeah. But it is sad because he was young and apparently he was doing wonderful things, you know, with his family and with the community and everything. You know, he had um, written children's children's books. books. Yes, he, oh, yes, yes, I didn't he, know that. And he did, and then he did like a, a film mm-hmm. called Dear Basketball that yeah. he got a did he get was it the 
Academy. He got an Oscar. Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He got an award. He got an award for it, which was great. So he was multifaceted also. Yeah. But anyways, um, on the news, they've just been saying, you know, Jabisa brought this up to me, that they were saying just Kobe Bryant, and then when they found out it was his daughter and his daughter, and then seven other people. Yeah. Not that I don't think the media was trying to be disrespectful. They were just, you know, the media tries to grab your attention. Yeah. And so the name Kobe is the lead name. Kobe Bryant and his daughter would grab the attention, but that doesn't make any of the other people that were lost any less important. So I'm going to read the names of the other seven people, and they are as follows. Um, Peyton Chester, Alyssa Altobelli, Carrie Altobelli, Christina Mauser, John Altobelli, Sarah Chesters, and Ava Zaboyan. He's the pilot. I don't know. I'm probably missing the name up. But anyway, all of those people, we are sorry for the families. You know, I can't imagine that kind of loss and tragedy. I mean, it's something that's that's going to, you know, years for them to work through. Mm -hmm. But I think just we just thought the other names deserved a mention. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what? Just as a reminder, if you're listening, make sure that you know you turn to that person that you love and, and give them a hug. And tell them I love you. You yes. never know when to call yes. it. Yes, you never know when to call it. So I got to drive home after this. So, Jabisa, I love you. Oh, and we want to say we love our audience. audience. That's right. I am saying, hey, Ross, in a long time. <laughs> so, um, we want to think we're trying something hey, different. We've been, we've been sending out, Rachel, we've been sending it out um, individually. And thank you for those of you who are listening. We so appreciate it. Yes. It is our goal to really honestly and sincerely grow this program. Mm-hmm. If you enjoy it, please share it. Send the link out to people. And of course, the more listeners we have, the bigger, bigger. we get one day. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about, oh, just imagine when we're in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Jimmy, she's got big lofty dreams. I do, I do, I do. We just, we, or we can be like Billy Eilish. Yes, we record it in the kitchen in the, in the house. In the house, yep. We were nobody. <laughs> no, she had the backing of a record company. Okay, okay, okay. We just got to. Yeah, okay. Right. But thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank do appreciate you. that. I'm very excited about that. Yes, and we will end it with the um, saying quote of the week. Be so busy loving your life that you have no time for hate, regret, or fear. You know what I say? I always say it's right. Be so busy loving your life that you have no time for hate, regret, or fear. Until next time, y'all. Bye.